Welcome to Generation Future Ready, a new series powered by PetroScience and the KDU School of Communications and Creative Arts. I am your host, Sophie, and we will be talking with industry leaders and experts on the challenges and opportunities of a fast-changing future. This month, our theme is Entrepreneurship and Social Innovation, where we explore a society where businesses are a force for good, they are inclusive, and they create meaningful impact. In our second episode today, I have two champions of sustainability who are passionate about solving waste management problems in Malaysia. One is a social entrepreneur, while the other is an esteemed corporate leader. They will both be sharing on the challenges and opportunities for social innovation in waste management and how we can adopt a more sustainable lifestyle, one that is better for not only us, but also for the planet. So welcome to the show, Wen Xin, founder of Green Yards, and Datin Joanne Wong, founder of Bargain Basement, who is also the executive director of the IOI Foundation. Welcome, ladies. Morning. Thank you. (laughs) Good morning. So um, waste management is something that most Malaysians aren't actively aware of. Very true. It's not something that is really taught to us from an early age unless, you know, your parents are very um, active about these kinds of things. So it's really great to see that there are people who are invested in sort of like bringing this to the attention of the public and doing something about it. So first of all, um, as a start, why don't the both of you tell us a bit about what you do and what your startup is all about? Hi, um, everyone. My name is Wen Xin. So I'm the founder of Green Yards. Green Yards is an impact-driven enterprise that's inspired to reduce water pollution by providing a platform for people to recycle their used cooking oil. And subsequently, the oil that collected will be reprocessed into eco-cleaning product and candles. Uh, yeah, good morning to listeners of KDU um, Campus Radio and um, to listeners uh, from PetroScience as well. Thank you for having me on the show. It's a pleasure for me to speak about Bargain Basement today. Um, my name is Joanne, and um, I work at the at IOI's foundation, Yayasan Tan Sri Li Xin Ching. And as part of um, our, the activities in our foundation, we, own, we run a social enterprise called Bargain Basement. Bargain Basement is basically a pre-used item store where we receive donated items from the public, and um, the proceeds are channeled to various charities. So both of you are doing um, waste management on the different sides of the spectrum. That's really cool and that's really interesting. What inspired you to start your social enterprise and how did the idea come about? Um, for me, it, uh, I had a really cluttered home after <laughs> having kids and um, being at home for nearly 15 years. Familiar story. <laughs> yes, I'm sure everyone has uh, cluttered uh, items in their house, items which clutter their home. And these items are actually reusable, but not required by the household. Ah, true. Yes. And um, the IOI City Mall opened nearby my house. And um, I thought, why don't I start a store and start putting my items there? And um, when I started doing that, many friends started to want to unclutter their homes and put their items there as well. So there was a demand. Oh, all right. Especially like when you have um, children, small children, right? As they get older, you end up accumulating more and more things. Yes. Yeah, with babies, get so many things. <laughs> and with household items yes. as well. Yes. Yeah. So how about you? Um, for me, because I'm an environmental science graduate myself. So oh, wow. I always, um, to be honest, to find an environmental related job in Malaysia is pretty difficult. It sounds very niche, like not yes. many people would, yeah. Yes, so, um, and I always wanted to do something related to what I like. So I thought, uh, why not um, to start something myself? And this started as my university project, oh. and I later uh, decided to turn it into a full-fledged business. 
Yeah, after I graduate. Um, I was told by a little birdie that you will be going to the UK for two weeks after this? Yes. So you're going to be going to receive an award? Yes. What is the award? So uh, I'm going to UK to receive the Queen's Young Leader Award from Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth. So oh. this Queen's Young Leader Award recognizes and celebrates young leaders across the Commonwealth who are taking lead in their community and using their skill to transform life. That is amazing. Yes. So um, how did you manage to apply for this kind of award? Or like become eligible, I guess. Yeah, so I, I actually... I. Re- I, uh, I applied for it last minute, so uh, I sent in an application online and then uh, after they did some background check, uh, check I was short- shortlisted for the first interview. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. And I'm extremely honoured to be chosen for this award. Yeah, so you're the, the winner? Yes, I'm the winner and there's two winners from Malaysia this year. Wow! Yeah. But, and you're one of them. Yes. I'm that's one. amazing. Um, that's really exciting. So you're going to be going to the UK and everything. Um, how is this award going to be given out? Will there be like this big flashy ceremony? I'm, I think um, the award will be given up to us um, in the Buckingham Palace by wow. her queen herself. Yes. Wow! Wow! Yeah, that's so cool. Um, are you gonna be going uh, with any family or no, no, just you? Uh? Yeah, just myself and another winner from Malaysia. That's really exciting. That's just I, I can't wrap my head around that you're gonna be getting an award of that caliber, and it's so exciting to hear that there's two winners from Malaysia and you're one of them. Yeah, yeah we we need to be recognized for more of our efforts like this, and you're gonna be representing that kind of effort. Yeah, so exciting. And you said you applied last minute. Yes, like literally last minute before the submission closed. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so luck was on your side for that one. Yeah. So Datin Joanne, you're also an executive director of IOI Foundation, besides being the founder of Bargain Basement. So like drawing from your unique experience from being both a corporate leader and a social entrepreneur, uh, what have been some interesting milestones in this journey? Uh, yeah, we have various activities uh, at our foundation. Mm-hmm. Talking about milestones, I would say that um, it is very pleasing to see the journey of our scholars. Oh. Yes. We do. We've been giving out scholarships for 15 years now. And some of our scholars um, have come on board to work for us after they graduate. Mm -hmm. And they've gotten married and have kids. And they're still living in like our estates with their parents. Wow. So we actually see them grow and um, we see their career develop as well. So you really get to see their journey from all aspects, from a career aspect and also just like an emotional person physical growth kind of yes, thing. Yes, it's always nice to talk to them again after a few years. Yeah, so um, the, those who uh, get the scholarship, are they mostly from a specific field, a specific course, or is it all across the board? No, we, we have specific courses that we offer scholarships to. I see. Yes, and it's in our scholarship advertisement every year. Okay. Yes, it right. changes every year. This year, what are you looking for specifically? Oh, well, we take in a lot of engineers Mm -hmm. and plantation management students, as well as uh, geologists, various engineering across the board, like Mm -hmm. civil engineers, as well as mechanical, metronomical. Another milestone that I was going to tell you about, we have student adoption, our student adoption program, where uh, we we lighten the burden of the parents by giving students uh, an amount of money every year. Oh, like an allowance. Yes, an allowance to to poor students. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and of course, for bargain basement, uh, it's a win-win model. So the milestone for that would be that um, we actually had money to give out in our first year mm-hmm. already. Like last year, we gave out 60000 to various charities. Wow. And um, to date, we have another 100000 over 1000 to give out. 
So this is something that happens every year? Uh, well, we don't specify a time, mm-hmm. but when we have a, a, a good amount, we will give them out. As part of the foundation, we also run programs for students in mm-hmm. local schools uh, to either complement the programs or the lack of programs from um, MOE. That was really great to hear from both of you. I really enjoyed hearing your stories. We are going to cut to some really inspiring music to kind of fit this mood that we're all in. And uh, then we'll come right back. So you've been listening to Generation Future Ready, um, powered by PetroScience and KDU School of Communication and Creative Arts. You're listening to KDU Campus Radio. You're listening to KDU Campus Radio. Welcome back to Generation Future Ready. Today in the studio with me are the founders of two social enterprises, Wen Xin of Green Yards and Datin Joanne Wong of Bargain Basement. And she is also the executive director of the IOI Foundation. And we are talking about waste management and sustainability. So first of all, sustainability is a big word. What does it mean to you? Can you break it down to help us relate better in our daily lives? Um, for me, sustainability is more related to like sustainable development, mm-hmm. like to meet the needs of present without compromising um, the ability of future generation to meet their own needs as well. While you, when you relate to daily life, it, I would say it's more as a simple gesture like just to reduce waste by bringing your own shopping bag or even buy only what you need and also even to grow your own garden like to minimize the use of natural resources. I see. So would you say that the three R's kind of fall under sustainability? You know, reduce, reuse, recycle. I would say it's more action like what you can do to help on sustainability. I see. Okay, that's really cool. Uh, Datin, how about you? Yeah, I mean... Um, in this day and age, we talk a lot about how our planet is slowly deteriorating. Yes. And I feel we need to start to be sustainable, which is to conserve the planet and its inhabitants. And there are also a lot of people who are suffering. And um, social innovation actually tries to redistribute resources from where there's an access to where there's a need. And that's exactly what Bargain Basement does. Uh, we, we gather items, uh, excess items from um, various households who are not using those items, mm-hmm. and we put it in our shop to sell to people who, who are looking for items at bargain prices. Um, out of all of those items, what kind of items do you have the most of? Is it clothes? Is it things like um, furniture? What do, you, what do you have the most stock yeah. of? Well, we are basically like a little departmental store. Oh, that's so yeah, much fun. We have household, a, a section in household, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of children's items, toys oh. and books. Yes. Yeah. But the most saleable are still clothes and accessories. And then we have winter clothing, and we have a designer section as well. Ooh. Mm, and we have a bargain bin. So that's so. like stuff that's on even more of a discount. Yes. The little bargain bin. Yes. That is amazing. So the both of you try to solve waste management in uh, sort of waste management issues, I guess, in these different ways. But how do you decide where to start, and how do you find your own niche, Weixin? Um, for me, it's like our um, I, yeah, I, I used to study in environmental science, so um, <laughs> our lecturer always encourage us to start our own project. So there's one time like when I, when I go home, you know, uh, when your mat massa, there's a, always a part of. Oil, oh, right? yeah, yeah. You, you just store that and then you forever, it's just there, but you don't know what to do with it. So I, I, I realized this problem and um, I begin to go out and um, do a survey to ask people what do they usually do with their used cooking oil. And surprisingly, I, I realized that 90% of the household, they don't know what to do with their used cooking oils. And um, I be- begin to uh, research online and mm-hmm. I realized that it actually can be turned into something useful. 
Because yeah. cooking oil is one of those things that everybody uses, but nobody really thinks too much about, right? Yes. So it's good that there are other ways to use it, and it's good that you're teaching people how to do this, I guess. <laughs> that thing, how about you? Uh, yeah, well, I, I see it as, a, like, on the supply side, uh, it's a very natural process. I think 90% of uh, people in Malaysia have items at home that they are not using. So in terms of supply, uh, items to, to put in our store, uh, we don't have a problem with that. Um, uh, and on the demand side, everybody likes a bargain. Yes. <laughs> and we have a lot of fashionable items and at- antiques as well in our store. Oh, yes. Yeah, so um, if more people knew about our store, they could co- they, they need a bit of time and they could come and slowly look through and they can really find very nice items at our store. Yeah, I um, I have some friends that on the weekends, they like to go to thrift shops and all these kinds of yeah. stores. So, I mean, if they haven't heard of Bargain Basement, then I will be sure to let them know just to spend their Sunday kind of just going through yes. things, antiques and whatnot. Yeah, we have two uh, branches at the moment. Oh. One one is in IOI City Mall at uh, in Putrajaya mm-hmm. and the other is at the IOI Mall in Puchong. Oh, so they're in two very easily accessible places, basically, because they're in malls, so it's pretty mm. easy to get there. Yeah, we're still looking for more champions to open more stores in other areas. It would be great to have some more in the um, my part of the world, which is closer to PJ. So, hey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How have your experiences been in terms of getting support from society for the products and services that you offer? Um, what are some of the challenges you faced and how do you overcome them? Um, for me, I think so far the public are generally supportive to what we are doing right now and it's really fulfilling to when you see more and more people are recycling of their oil instead of dumping it into the drain. Mm-hmm. Some of the challenges that we're facing so far is like uh, we want to extend our coverage area to make it more convenient for people. People still want convenience. Yeah, convenience yeah. is really one of the main issues with most people. Otherwise, like that's probably why waste management is at high in Malaysia. People that lack of convenience, then they just don't want to commit to it. Yes. And that's in Joanne, what about you? Uh, yeah, we, we um, encourage people to declutter their homes. And we also do a pickup. Oh, yeah, yeah a pickup service. If, um, if they have a lot of items. Yeah. Or like the heavy items, right? Yes, yes. I mean, we, we, we have furniture in our shop now. Yes. Even. We have sofas and tables. Uh, and we have a dryer and washing machine. There's a dryer? <laughs> yes, we do. Okay, well, I mean, I guess that's good to know. So also, the both of you are part of the Malaysian Global Innovation and Creative Creativity Center, or you know, better known as MAGIC, their impact-driven enterprise program. Um, can you both share your experiences on that and some of your takeaways? For me, because uh, I'm pretty uh, new to like this entrepreneur scene, and MAGIC definitely play an important role in helping us um, by providing um, advice or help or even a network that we need. So was it like a mentor kind of thing? Yeah, so previously I was in their accelerator program, oh. so uh, where we would be equipped with uh, basic knowledge of legal, or finance, or marketing, like especially it's very helpful for me as a science graduate. Yes. So when you entered the program, did you have any idea about every anything like the the finance and the legal or no at all? Before so they that. taught you everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you really like it. Really helped you with your yes, definitely very helpful. Oh goodness! So that didn't help about you. Yeah, I think it was useful that um, Edia had a social entrepreneur website where all the social enterprises could uh, register and um, so if corporates wanted to look for um, to for, for anything for their procurement they could look in that list for a start uh, and be able to buy some of their items 
from social enterprises. Right. And they also have activi- they had activities where we were able to market our products and services. Oh, what kind of activities did they do? Mm, they had um, marketplaces where we could put our products and um, where there would be an audience uh, ah, so from the like seminars. To help you expand your reach yes. and everything. They give you a platform for that. Mm-hmm. Wow. And also they, they had edu- educational seminars where th- there was networking, opportunities to network with other people who are there to do good. Um, and with networking, I think it's, it's, a, it's, it, it's good publicity for various social enterprises to expand. It is, it is. So um, your main takeaway from it was just that it was a good experience all around. Yes, yes. I mean, we're still looking forward to any ex- activities that they may have. Yeah, yeah, they might have some more activities because we're only halfway through the year. I keep thinking the year is almost over because it feels like it's been so long. (laughs) So I think that about wraps up this segment. So thank you both. We are going to go back to the hits. Uh, You've been listening to Generation Future Ready, presented by PetroScience and KDU School of Communications and Creative Arts. You're listening to KDU Campus Radio. You're listening to KDU Campus Radio. Welcome back to Generation Future Ready, and we are talking about waste management and sustainability. Right now, we have entered our game segment, our challenge segment, so be it, and it is the Have You Never Ever Challenge segment. So, welcome to the game, ladies. Um, Have you played before? Well, no, it's really simple. So, I'm going to ask you some questions, and I want you to answer honestly and very quickly. If you've done it before, you say, I have. And if you haven't, you say never. Mm-hmm. So, are you ready? Yes. Okay, let's start. So, have you never ever bought something and then you didn't use it? I have. I think we're all guilty. Like, yes. regardless, as Malaysians, we are all guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, Wenxin, can you share your experience? Like, what's the last thing that you did that with? For me, I think most of the thing generally um, is like, you know, like when we go shopping, we see those pretty heels that so pretty, but <laughs> when you, whenever, whenever you wear it, so uncomfortable that yes. you never wear again. You but wear it once and you're like, I look good. And then you just never again. Yes. It was worth it the one time. <laughs> yes. For me, mostly it's on clothes and shoes. Yeah, I try not to buy what I don't need anymore. Well, right you now. know, whatever that you feel that you can't really use anymore, you can send it to the bargain basement. Well, yes, that's a good idea. cause. Yes. What about you, Nathan? Yes, I, <clears throat> I'm very guilty of this. I would say that in every room in my house, I have bought something that I don't need. Is it mostly clothes or shoes as uh, well? There's, there are pieces of clothing that, that I haven't worn. And there are shoes that I've worn once. Yes. And there are plates that I haven't used. Oh, uh, like and really nice china yes. plates, like mm. the fine china kind of plates, well, or is it? different sorts, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, well, I do, I do clear up on a regular basis, clear up my items that I, that I don't um, use. Yeah, I, in fact, I have a permanent mat in my house where um, I would put this, the items there on a weekly basis oh, that, so I, then that I like, want to send to bargain. So it's just like a reminder that yes. this needs to go. Yes. Yeah, I've yes. got a basket near my front door to do the kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's cool We've yeah i mean idea. like i always tell people if you're not using it why would you want to keep it it's true yeah i mean i mean let someone else use so it far. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. um all right next question have you never ever been entrepreneurial since young like have you been invested in entrepreneurship since you were a kid yes i have, I have. Okay. <laughs> you know what same to be honest <laughs> so what <laughs> how was your experience for me because uh, my father and my family itself like 
most of them are like business owners so Ooh. they really influenced me to start my own business and uh, really to do what I like to do so it's kind of in your blood already like yes when I you were can do so yes <laughs> did you want to be in entrepreneurship when you were a student already yes already so but and after I graduate I, I wanted to become an entrepreneur directly after I graduate but most people tell me no when she should get a job first yeah like a proper you need, job job yeah you need experience say. so I, I did I, I got a job I, I worked for five months but I didn't really enjoy what I did uh, so I quit the job after five months and working on my own yeah working on green yes so at least you had that five months of experience yeah. so you could help out with your thing yes I hope so <laughs> I'm sure it did. I mean, Greenlands is doing well. So, hey, Nathan, how about you? Yeah, uh, as a student in um, in Sydney, mm-hmm. I was already selling items uh, in campus. Oh. Yeah, and um, that was a, a good start. And I was also working uh, many part-time jobs. So getting a side income, um, I, I was doing babysitting and tutoring wow. and also waitressing and um, tutoring. Yeah. So you were really keeping yourself busy and being like self-sustaining. Yes. So yes. how old were you? I mean, did you start exactly when you were in uni or did you start before that to get into entrepreneurship? I started when I was in uni. Nice. I was a very carefree uh, young girl oh, goodness, before we're that. We all, <laughs> we all were. Um, our final question for this challenge. Have you never ever thought about giving up at any point in your career? Mm, never for me. Wow, you both have different answers. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wenxin, you have? Yes, yeah, to be honest. Like, uh, especially when running a startup, it's not easy. And when you, have, when you are in different stages of startup, you, have, you face different um, challenges. Uh, like, at the beginning of the inexperience uh, for me to run a business. And right now, you face... Um, uh, how to scale up your business right. well uh, it's great that uh, I've chosen something what I like and it's always keep me going on even th- sometimes that thought flash on your mind yes so um, would you say that magic really helped you with that because they kept you going in, in with like the advice they gave you yes or? I, I would say for in this case uh, more like we have a group of peers uh, peers of social entrepreneur that we are helping and sharing our problem with each other oh like other. a friend group yes 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 so we all went to the accelerator program together oh yeah so we are supporting each other that's good you had a support group yes and uh, Datin you've never had any of those thoughts uh, well I would say I never because um I actually had control over what I wanted to do oh. and not want to do. So there wasn't a lot of pressure where I, I, I would tell myself I want to give up. Yeah. Um, in the foundation, uh, our programs are as much as I would want to commit mm-hmm. and as little as I would you know, want to do as well. So I would try and balance my, the time I have available uh, from being a mother and um, working in the foundation. Right. Yeah. Um, so I would say that I, I, I would never. And with, in terms, with Bargain Basement, we actually don't pay a lot of rental. We look for developers who uh, would give us either free rental or very low rental. Mm-hmm. So we are able to st- sustain that way. So you keep costs down and also there's a lot of, you have a lot of supply, you have a lot of demand. Mm-hmm. So it kind of works out really well. Yeah, we, we are just looking to expand to more locations. So we would look for more uh, do good developers who would give us a space um, at low uh, rental free hopefully <laughs> and uh, rent free and um, also we look for students who would like to engage with us mm-hmm. who would like to be involved in social entrepreneurship 
uh, you can come and practice and lo- see how we operate. Um, yeah, please do call us on bargainbasement.com.my. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of students around here on campus who are interested in doing something good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm mostly still just blown away by the idea that you you didn't think about giving up really. It wasn't like an, it wasn't something that was so prominent. I think that's really admirable because it's something that um, a lot of people struggle with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think perseverance is very important. It is. Yeah, in, uh, giving up is a is a is a very strong word, but working it out and reducing. Uh, your workload mm-hmm. is more like it. Yes. Wow! Yeah, that's that's some good advice. So perseverance is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I have to keep that in mind during exam week. I think. Mm-hmm. So I think that wraps up our game segment, and we are going to go back to some music. Thank you, ladies. Uh, you've been listening to Generation Future Ready, powered by Petri Science and KDU School of Communications and Creative Arts. You're listening to KDU Campus Radio. Welcome back to the final segment of Generation Future Ready, powered by Petra Science and KDU School of Communications and Creative Arts. Today with me, I have two champions of sustainability, champions who are just utterly fantastic, and we've been interviewing them for the last three segments if you've just been joining us. So it's been incredibly insightful to have the both of you here, and um, we only have a bit of time left, so I'll keep this brief. Uh, some final questions, right? If our listeners are interested to participate in the causes that Green Yards, uh, more info at greenyards.com.my, and Bargain Basement, more info at bargainbasement.com.my. Uh, if our listeners are interested in being invested in the causes that the both of you champion, how can they get involved with it? Um, Wishin? Um, if anyone interested to get involved, like volunteer or even recycle their oil with us, they can always visit our website at www.greenyards.com.my. So it's just everything is through the website. Yes, yes. And you can contact us or even through Facebook Messenger and so on. So if somebody were to volunteer with you, right? Yeah. Um, what, what are the kind of activities that they would do? Maybe they can help out uh, in our soap making workshop or even our engagement program to the community. What does the engagement program entail? So sometimes we uh, also hold on like um, workshop and talks to like raise awareness in the community. Yeah. Where do these talks normally happen? Do you just like go to specific areas and you talk there or? We don't really have a fixed schedule. It depends on uh, sometimes we have it, but uh, we generally go around like uh, maybe morning market and so on. Yes. So I will keep that in mind in case I want to go myself. And Datin, how about you? Yeah. Um, well, for a start, you could clear the clutter in your in your home. Yes. <laughs> you can pick up a few items that uh, you haven't been using for the past year or two. Mm-hmm. And it, if you're not sure you whether you, you want to get rid of it, you can keep it for another three months. And if you still don't use it, then you might as well put it away. Very true. Yeah. Let somebody, someone else donate a bit of money to charity, buy it and use it for the rest of the, its its life, the item's life, yes. right? Yeah, rather than it decomposes and deteriorates in your house. And then it's in your yeah. house and it's more cluttered. Now it's yeah. just you know, more gross, <laughs> basically. Yeah, I mean, there, there are many ways that um, students can be engaged with Bargain Basement. Uh, like, we're looking for Bargain Basement champions all the time. And if you'd like to come and... Um, well, clear a few items, come and visit our store. We are looking for volunteers. Uh, we're also looking for people who might want to run a store where we can support you to renovate a space that you might have. And you can run the store where all the proceeds will be for you to give out to 
the charity of your choice. Oh, okay. So you they can pick the charity themselves. Yes, if they run a store and and gain some proceeds, mm-hmm. uh, net proceeds, yeah, they can in turn give those proceeds out to their oh, charities. Okay. So I think to any CSR students listening yeah. out there, this is a perfect opportunity that they sh- you should really like get in on. Yeah. Um, uh, they can open a store anywhere. Yeah, if you have a space, we can talk to you about um, starting something. Okay. Yeah, because we can help you, we support you with um, the operations. Mm-hmm. And uh, for a start, we can help you fill your store up if you have, you have lack of items I see. in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. And then if you um, work with Bargain Basement, you're known as a Bargain Basement champion. Yes. <laughs> in fact, so cool. I, I, I often um, encourage charitable organizations to also run a store. Rather than, I mean, I know it's difficult to fundraise every every month and every year. Very true, very so if true. they run a store, they with a rent free um, venue, would they would consistent. get some. Yeah, they would get some income every month, and that would um, would be easier for them to run their their orphanage or uh, old folks home. So finally, I would like to know from the both of you, what is your biggest hope for Malaysians, especially the youth, um, to better manage their waste? Any advice or tips to adopt a more sustainable lifestyle? I think the biggest problem right now in Malaysia is most people, they are aware of this problem. Like everyone, they know they should recycle or reduce waste, but not many of them really take action. Well, I think, I hope, I really hope everyone can start taking some little small step, like even bringing your own shopping bag by saying no to straw and so on. Yeah, together we can create greater impact. Oh, it's yes. wonderful. Thank yeah. you. And that then? Yeah, I think for a start, we could clear the clutter in our house houses. And, and thereafter, we could make our purchases more carefully. Like ah. just to buy items that we really need. And not to buy it uh, on the spot, but to maybe ponder on it before making a purchase. So practice a bit more yes. mindfulness yes. with your shopping. And also to be simple and minimis- minimalistic. In, in your in your in your daily lives, uh, I think with a little bit of effort, we can each play a part um, in leaving a, a clean carbon footprint uh, by using decomposable and um, non-polluting items and services. Oh, very true, very yeah. true. So things like um, get a hybrid car that maybe runs on electric, so it's less mm-hmm. on the gas, mm-hmm. and then also uh, what's it? Use less plastic bags, use less plastic in general. All these little things because they really do kind of add up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. All right, so that's about it. Thank you so much, Thetan Joanne Wong and Wenchin. I am personally inspired. I am super personally inspired by the both of you. Because one thing is, it's always wonderful to see lady entrepreneurs out there, especially, you know, women who are working with sustainability. So I'm, I'm super excited to kind of dip my toes into something big. Yeah, I wish you the very best in making Bargain Basement and Green Yards successful social enterprises. So next week, we are going to speak with two more social entrepreneurs and we will be talking about the good business of inclusivity where we will be discussing equality and empowerment in entrepreneurship. I hope you both can tune into that one. And uh, so don't forget to tune into that, listeners. Same day, same time. You can also download this podcast on our Facebook page. And until then, I am Sophie and you're listening to Generation Future Ready. Signing off with this one last song. You're listening to KU Campus Radio.